but like so i feel like you have to walk a couple steps back because i i don't understand how it got here okay so for all, first of all hi everybody welcome to mean girls mean interrupted. girls interrupted hi um, we are sorry, not sorry that we've kind of been uh, skipping episodes. We've been busy. And also we really wanted to do something special for you guys, which spoiler alert for sure up top. Yeah. If really. you guys are planning on watching this movie, it is currently in theaters. It just released. It is poor things starring uh, Emma Stone, Emma Defoe or Emma Defoe. Emma Defoe. <laughs> it's just Emma Stone playing everyone. <laughs> it's also it's Emma Defoe and also Emma um, Ruffalo. Emma Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of other uh, and a lot of directed, other Emmas. Uh, directed by Emma Lanthimos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're doing poor things this week, but John wants but me to pedal back. Get- yeah, how did you get so Travis? If you're on the YouTube channel, you can see that Travis has an Emma Stone tote bag of poor things. Yeah. So how so, did this happen? That's so crazy and random. Okay, so off the pod, I'll tell you something also crazy and random that happened the day that I picked this up because I can't tell you right now. Oh, was it Emma uh, Stone was in the store because she's uh, from Phoenix? No, I totally wish that would be that would yeah. have been so rad. No, but it's like a cool personal thing for me. Okay, so I'll tell you afterwards. But so the store, this vintage clothing store that I shoot for um, on occasion. Antique Sugar. (laughs) Antique Sugar. They're the best in the Phoenix area. If you're ever in the Phoenix area and you're looking for vintage clothing. I would also argue best in a lot of areas. They're best in a lot of areas. They're highly curated. They do things by eras. They have things dating all the way back to the 1920s, all the way to the 90s now, because 90s is vintage. So if anyway, enough, not even enough about them. I love them more than anything in the world. I truly do. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's Fox Searchlight or Searchlight Pictures. It was Fox Searchlight, right? Right. But now Disney owns Fox and now it's just now Searchlight. it's just Searchlight. So Searchlight reached out so to Disney. them. <laughs> so Disney reached out to them because... They do a thing every year called 30 Days of Halloween, where they create costumes that people say you're struggling to find a costume every single day of October. They have a new costume that people can potentially buy. Oh, nice. And they create it with everything. So Searchlight, I guess, was a fan of theirs and was like, hi, um, we love what you guys do. Our character, Bella Baxter. Uh, played by Emma Stone. We want you to create a costume based off of the stuff you have. Okay. Also, we have a ton of stuff for you. We want to send you a shitload of merch and free tickets to give away to go watch poor things. Did you get a free ticket? I'd already paid for my tickets and I told them I didn't want them <laughs> I, because I wanted people to go in the store because yeah. you had to go in the store to get the merch, right? Yeah, it's promotion. It's grassroots it's promotion. promotion. It's grassroots promotion. And I was like, well, I'm already paid for the tickets. I'm not going to take from somebody. That's some amazing. College, yeah. Some college student who wanted to go and see it. Yeah. So Antique Sugar put a thing on there. Hey, if you guys want free tickets, free tote bags, free sunglasses, free postcards, they have postcards. So were the, were the sunglasses, those little tiny sunglasses? Yes. Did you get some? Yes. And <laughs> they, came, they come in a case yeah so they come in like this little orange case and poor things is written on them and they have postcards of all of her beautiful costumes i was gonna i we have to get into that and her accordion it's like this accordion style like thing which i'm never gonna bring i'm never going to use these cards ever 
Okay, cool, cool. But I have so, to see it. Do you have it with you? It's in the bag. Do you want me to pull them out? Yeah, bring it over. Okay, give me one second. One <laughs> <Okay>. second. <laughs> okay, he's walked back. He's now back. <laughs> we have the tote bag in question. Okay, I'm I'm back now. Let me just go ahead and put my headphones back in. Okay, so here's the tote bag in question. Okay. It's really, it's really incredible. Yeah. By the way, this episode's about poor things. It's about poor things. And also you have but Travis you want- in Phoenix has gotten the merch. I feel like it's also targeted because Emma Stone is of Phoenix. Yeah, she's from Scottsdale. So I thought it would be a bigger draw. Uh, but so here's here's like oh, the postcards. Oh, very cool. Very oh wow. I can't tell if it's backwards. It is. Oh, that's Oops. so cool. Oh man, I love specialty merch. I just right. love it. So, these are all shots that are in the movie. Yeah. Oh. All gorgeous. Uh, let's stunning. So I didn't get a t-shirt though because um, a I would never fit into it. And where B, are these sunglasses? I'm pulling them out and putting Ooh. them on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Her <sighs> iconic sunglasses. Yeah. They don't have like the little, um, the it's, little holes. It's like a, like it's did. like a version of it. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, let's give, let's give icon, iconic glasses to icons. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Um, congratulations to Antique Sugar, who's been like, just doing Antique Sugar things for a really long time and getting like, recognition from disney not even recognition from just disney like a couple years ago oprah claimed them to be the best vintage store in arizona well they are one of the best vintage stores like in a lot of more than a lot of different phoenix and arizona right and they have a website that you guys can seriously go shop i'm not joking yeah they have they have pieces that literally will blow your mind and you're like how did you acquire this where did you get this also, like the owner is so nice. I've only met her once because I rented her Airbnb once. Wait, which one? They're dual owners, best friends. It's basically you and me, but in like um, straight oh, okay. girl version. Yeah, I just remembered. Was dark it Sarah hair. or Anna? Sarah, you rented dark it from hair. Sarah. Yes. Okay, cool. And it was like a, a downtown adjacent. Probably isn't even there anymore. But it was a while ago. And so like my brother was coming into town and I was like, oh, let's just rent out a little cute spot that's close to everything. And um, it, and uh, you had already been working with Antique Sugar for a little bit. Yeah. And then while she was it was back in the the days of Airbnb, whenever you could still whenever you still like had the it, it was likely that you would be shown around and given a key by the host. Right. And so um, she uh, showed me around, showed me the things and was like, here's the key. And then like, and I was like, oh, so what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, I just own a vintage shop called Antique Sugar. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like my friend Travis, like, I think you know him. And she was like, yeah, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, that's so wild. Because the thing is, I was just talking to her about you the other day because because she was like, we were talking about poor things and how you and I have been waiting since it's been announced for this to yeah. come out. And um, she was like, I can't wait for the costumes. How do I be, how do I work on a movie in costumes? I said, well, let me talk to my friend, John. Maybe he knows somebody. 
Well, who knows? I feel like, you know, things are, I mean, I think you just have to like find a friend. She'll find, <laughs> she'll, she'll find her way. I, I think the thing is she's like, she loves this sort of stuff. She loves costumes. She lo- obviously yeah. she owns a vintage store where she heavily curates. Yeah. Like, it's some like of the it, most amazing pieces. It's the, it's the best vintage not just I would are obviously in the Phoenix area in Arizona, but also I would argue like elsewhere. It's really amazing. Yeah, good stuff. But anyway, they're, they're amazing. That's so cool and like relevant to the movie. Really? Like, right. So I'm like, here we are. Yeah. So uh um yeah, Travis and I saw poor things at the exact same time today because accidentally. <laughs> we so. accidentally went to the exact same showing in different time zones and he texts me and he goes hi i'm going to watch poor things right now and i was like wait a minute so yeah. am i it's sliding doors i thought that you had already watched it to be honest uh no because i saw two movies this weekend what poor things today and then i went to the vista which is newly opened down the way um uh i, I saw a really sad depressing holocaust movie called a zone of interest Uh oh and it was interesting Uh. but it was also very like heavy and very like realistic and really like um a bummer Uh, well yes (laughs) naturally yeah as it would and i was just like oh god but then i saw it with a with a with a couple of friends and um it's it's at the Vista, which was which shut down during the pandemic, but then Quentin Tarantino revamped it and opened it back up. Oh, and and in the lobby now, I was going to send this to you, but I'll just show it to you here. Also, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. But I took a picture. They have like this little um, kill. Oh, also, there used to be an ice cream shop like in the right next to the box office. And um, they are revamping it into guess what? Wait, 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 wait. How 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 much are our minds linked here? Because it's 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 a coffee shop that they're opening soon. What would you think that this coffee shop is named? Um. The oh no, I have no. Oh, uh, oh. So okay, let's reverse engineer it. Who was okay? Quentin Tarantino now owns this theater. Of course. So he did a movie called Foxy Brown, starring Pam Greer. Are you serious? And she was she stars in a movie called Coffee. Are you are you joking? <laughs> it's called Coffee's Coffee. And that is incredible. It's incredible, and the sign is out. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so amazing. And the people, the the. The two that I were with, that I was with, I was just like, "Oh, that's so funny! That's hilarious!" And I was like, "It's gonna be coffee's coffee," and they were like, "What?" And okay, I, like, I Travis needs to be here. So, for like, all of you out there who have not watched <laughs> Coffee with Pam yeah. Greer, d- stop what you're doing right now. Go watch that, then come back to yes, yeah, because now at the Vista is gonna be it's the Vista Theater now owned by Quentin Tarantino. Gorgeous inside, it's like old school art house. Um, anyway, and it was just, it's, so there's coffee's coffee outside and I can't wait for that to happen. It's amazing. It even has coffee as like a, 
a character on the the sign. That's incredible. Um, I know it was so good. I thought of you, but um, yeah. So and inside of the Vista Theater and the by the concession stand, there is uh this. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. It's oh oh no oh <laughs> yes. It's I'm not the actual joking. costume of a little exhibit. Okay, hold of, up. Let me tell you. You can that, see the face. It's like a whole sculpture. Oh, I know. I see everything. Yeah. The thing is, though, is honestly, the fact that she was only in that movie for a few moments. Lasting impression. I will never forget about her. And I think, truthfully, she's one of the most well-rounded. Yeah. Even though her part... I'll never forget her, John. She's well, like a the backstory. Gay icon. In my yeah. opinion, she's a gay icon. <laughs> she is a gay icon. Gogo Yubari is gay rights. She is gay rights. She's amazing. <laughs> she truly is so incredible. Yeah, I think so too. So that was really exciting. That happened on Saturday. I am jealous. I really am trying to get out there. I promise you. You have to do it. It's I'm, so much fun. I'm trying so bad to get out there at some point i just don't know how or when it's going to happen because my redacted who by the way was like make sure you tell john i say hi oh we'll say hi is, to redacted. is having his uh uh knee surgery did i tell you about that you told me that it was uh looming oh yes knee replacement coming up beginning of the year january 2nd Ugh. So I'll be home for the entire week, but I'll be working from home because I'm not trying to take my vacation when I know I can work, especially yeah. since he's going to be um, on sedatives and he'll be sleeping a lot. You're going to be working. <laughs> I'm going to work because I may as well. Yeah, but uh, that sucks. But you tell you give redacted all my best. Oh, of course I will. Did you get your Christmas present yet? I have not. It said it's been delivered. Uh... When? When was it supposed to be delivered? Oh no! Let's see here. We're looking. We're doing. We're, this is a show about poor things. <laughs> Let's see. So it was um, just the other day, and do 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 do. Yeah, it says shipment has been delivered to where? To my home or to like a holding facility by chance? Uh, it says one one four eight five. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh right, 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 right. <laughs> Were those the numbers? <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm hitting track a package. This is what we do here on uh, Mean Girls Interrupted. Uh, do do do. Uh, uh oh, a lot a parcel locker. Oh, okay, perfect. Do you know where that when is? Was, yes, I do. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah, twelve sixteen. So just two days ago. Oh, that means my redacted has not checked the mail in two days. Oh, do you do you have a parcel locker? Yeah, I don't check the mail. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, so it'll be like a little present for you. Yes, I can't wait. But also, wait. I also got when after the after the really depressing Holocaust movie, I got you another present that I need to send out. And I think you're very much going to appreciate it. And I'm like half a mind to show you right now. Okay, don't show me. Because okay. John, it's so weird that you're saying this right now. Interesting. Because I was at the antique store today. Uh -huh. And I have <laughs> something for you. Oh my gosh, we are sliding doors. We're like if Gwyneth Paltrow and sliding doors like 
became best friends with the other sliding doors. Gwyneth right. Paltrow. It's super small. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm not joking. I spent $4 on it. So, but, <laughs> but it's so cool. You're going to okay. have so much appreciation for it. It's actual pop culture. Ooh, same here. I also but, got you a pop culture thing. I think you're going to love it. And this, and it was, and I'll tell you right now, the issue, the issue was released oh. January, 1986. Oh. Uh, and I won't tell you issue of what. I'm going to guess, but you don't say yes or no. I won't. Is it X-Men? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the X-Men issue that came out? No, nope, um, it's, it's not an X-Men issue. It's something that's a little more, how do I want to say it? Risque. Oh, is it Playgirl? Close. <laughs> all right, cool. I'm going to stop guessing. Close, but no cigar. Okay, all right, all right. I'm going to stop guessing. But you're so close. But I will tell you that I did see a Playgirl magazine there and it had Richard Gere on it and I wanted to buy it just because. Richard Gere was on Playgirl? Yes, he was. But that doesn't mean he showed anything. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. I did see a Playgirl. Also, they are wrapped up. So just FYI. But that doesn't mean somebody didn't. Gotcha. Is this at Antique Sugar? No, it's at an it's it's called it's a place called Antique Trove. Mm -hmm. And it is a trove of antiques. It's huge. And John, I was in there for two hours. (laughs) <laughs> and I could not like for the life of me. Yeah. Phoenix has crazy antiquing. It does. Like those, those warehouses where people like rent out. That's what this is. Collections. That's what this is. Yeah. It's, it's a huge, huge Was it on building. 7th? Well, on it was 7th? on Scottsdale Road, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's on Scottsdale Road across from a strip club called Bones. <laughs> bones and band-aids bones and band-aids band-aids there we are man i forgot band-aids of course i remember (laughs) band-aids also i remember seeing one in phoenix and i can't remember the name tna i'm like very on the nose yeah 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 it's on brand but anyway poor things poor things and here's the thing here's the poor things for all of you um i don't think that we should I think we should definitely abridge this because I 100% don't want to spoil this movie for anybody. Yeah. And also it has a really simple storyline. Um, it, it is simple. It's simplistic, but also yeah. it's very deep. Yeah. It's, it's deep and profound. It's metaphorical. It's it is gorgeous. It, stunning. 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 Emma this, Stone has got taste. Um. Honestly, yeah, this like for me, she was already on the top tier for me, but like this solidified everything I've always thought about her, Uh, especially after the favorite, which she did Mm -hmm. with the director of this. Your ghost Lanthimos. And um, she shared the screen with um, what's her face? Lover Uh, played the queen lady. Yeah, of course. Um, we one. know her name. We know her <laughs> name. I swear we know her name. We totally know her name. Okay. And yeah, so it's um, fine. And also, um, Rachel Vice was like her counterpart. Oh my God. That was an amazing movie. It the was favorite good. was seriously an incredible movie. I can't believe it's been so, it's come out so long ago. I saw that one in the theater too. Same. Yeah. So. And but, uh, I mean, honestly, if you're going for visuals, you will not be let down. You won't be let down 
uh, with poor things. Those visuals were totally insane. How much did this movie cost? Because I have to know. <laughs> um, I still haven't re-upped my form of payment um, after fraudulent activity to my, totally okay. my source. However, Rotten Tomatoes, I have the um, I have the box office gross. Uh, so I see the budget of thirty five million. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I see thirty five million as a budget for this. Yeah, that makes sense. It looks thirty five million, if not even more. And uh, uh, yeah, so the box office gross was six hundred sixty one thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's a prestige film. It's a prestige film. I don't, I don't... think it was profitable at all, but Mm-mm. um. Just like you know, I know a lot of people in LA have seen it. It's I. It's not. I can tell you right now, it will not be making its money back. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. And I think because people don't really know what the movie is. Yeah, and also I think um, with with Searchlight, which was Fox Searchlight, which is all Disney. Um, it's going to go straight onto Hulu and Hulu doesn't need to purchase the movie. You know what I mean? Because it's mm. already owned by the same company. But that's also a bummer. Yeah, it's bummer. Because like like with, a, say, for instance, um, May, December was purely independent. Yeah. Uh, bought up by Netflix. So yep. they made money. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I don't know. I don't think it's I not by any fault of the movie. Yeah, I hope it's it, not going to make its money yeah. back. And it, I mean, it'll that's probably why they're pushing so hard for awards uh, is because it can potentially earn. It'll have a higher earning um, if it does win because people will watch it on Hulu and things like that. Um, also, I don't think it has a hard I don't think it's going to have a hard time winning awards. Uh, yeah, that's obviously people at the top of their game. Emma Stone plays Bella Baxter, who uh, Mark Ruffalo was incredible, dude. Yeah, and sneak attack, sneak attack. I, I'm like, okay, he went from the Hulk to hulking out in this role. He is, yeah, he's so good in this movie. He's it's so really so good. good in this movie. It's super good. I mean, he's always good, but he's always sort of just like not really given an opportunity with character to do something like this. And it, no. uh, what he's doing on screen is really good. And whenever he started talking the way he was talking, the first moment I was like, ooh, are we going to succeed? And he totally succeeded like the sentence immediately after. I was like, um, oh my ten God. Times, ten times over, he succeeds in this movie. Yeah, I would say it's, it's a supporting role Oscar nomination for what's so sure. Cr- what's so crazy though is like even though he was a supporting role, he still it felt like the two of them were sharing a main role. Absolutely, and I don't think that was supposed to be the case. But I think it's no. what Mark Ruffalo is doing. No, that just like makes it sing all the more. Their chemistry they matched so well in this movie. Yeah. I I cannot even imagine. Mm-hmm another person being in that part no mark ruffalo totally killed it it's so weird we can't i i honestly is is it okay is it kind of crazy that i don't really want to talk i don't want to like 
give away anything in this? No, totally. Except the fact that we have to give away that there are hybrid pets. Oh, and I want one. John. <laughs> the chicken pig. The chicken pig. The chicken pig. I was like, what is the, this? Oh, the chicken also, pig and also there's a chicken. There's a no, like, there's like a goose. There's a goose Frenchie. There's a okay. There's a goose Frenchie. There's also there's a goose goat. There's a goose goat. I think it's a swan goat. Swan goat. It's a swan goat. It's a swan goat. You are right. And it's all crazy Frankenstein-y. You guys, this movie's so okay. When you were watching this movie, since we're not okay, since we're not going to give anything away, I really don't want to sure. give anything away. Yeah. I but really want people to watch this movie. I, I do too. Everybody needs to see poor things for sure. Nudity. There is no shortage of it in this movie. If casual you nudity, I would call it. <laughs> I would call it more than casual. Um, uh, casual in its in its delivery and display. It's casual in its delivery and display. Yes, it's not okay. Maybe gratuitous is not the. Did I say gratuitous? Oh, uh, no, but definitely. Oh wait, no. The the rating system says graphic nudity, disturbing material, and strong sexual content. I will say. The material is, if you can wrap your head around, okay, we should say this is sci-fi and fantasy, so whatever you want to believe about this, you can. It's steampunk in ways. It is steampunk for sure. It's Island of Dr. Moreau. It is <laughs> Frankenstein. This movie is it, so crazy. It's set in the Victorian dystopia. You, I don't even it's know like where a, it's, it's set. It's like a parallel Victorian London world. And... um yeah, and it's somewhat dystopian, an exaggerated but, version of reality. It is. But beautiful and gorgeous. It's so masterful. Filmed on film, but... Which is so... I was going to say, he only does film, but those skies, those, those cotton skies, candy skies, those... Cotton candy skies. The, it, the, the nebulas when they're on the boat. I'm like, what? This is... It's yeah, so good. Like, and there's sort of like this backdrop of like indus industrialness and pollution. Yeah. It's like it, whenever she's in London and sneaks out to the roof, the sky is never not like smoggy as hell. Right. And it's gorgeous anyway. Can I tell you? Okay. When she sneaks onto the roof and Mark Ruffalo's character is up there, when yeah. he climbs up and it's still in black and white, John, it looked like a painting. It did. This movie looks like a painting. It does. It does. And I feel like it has a lot to do with the cinematographer. It's so, oh my gosh, dude. It, who it also did the favorite, obviously. Let's see. Uh, oh, I should have been ready. That's totally okay. I don't think either of us are ready. I really want to talk about it, but also at the same time, this is Robbie one of those Ryan. Sorry. Yes, Robbie Ryan is the cinematographer. Um, congratulations to Ryan. Like, yeah. hats off. Good for you, Robbie Ryan. Knowing your stuff. Robbie Ryan <laughs> also sounds like somebody who would have been on one of the first five seasons of American Idol. <laughs> yeah <laughs> welcome to the stage robbie ryan does right does it not 
It does. Like uh, definitely a top 10, but doesn't quite make it to the win. No, probably, probably is eliminated at either five or six, but right. people shouldn't have pulled the rug out from under him because they right. didn't know. Like he deserved to win, but there was an awful lot of like upset teenagers, like overvoting. True. And also the producers were like, we got to throw some of these votes out. Yeah. <laughs> so Robbie Ryan killed it on poor things. And so did everybody else. Oh, I want, like, I do want to talk. Well, let's, let's I'll just give, the, give I'll them give, the premise. Yeah. So, so for people out there who don't know the premise, John, take it away. Oh, okay. So it's, um, so definitely it's a movie that, uh, has an opening credit sequence, uh, that you have to read on the border. <laughs> so don't, whenever you're watching it, like, and streaming, you might, that might get cut off <laughs> So with the aspect ratio. Um, and, uh, so, uh, it opens up on the most gorgeous dress you will ever see in your life. Yeah. 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 Bella. That blue, that blue dress. Yeah. I can't even explain to you. I, I was watching. I know what you mean. Oh my. And it's, it's the lens and the camera John, that's doing all of it. I know, but you want to know what? They Those couldn't, that lens and camera, they couldn't have done it without the quality. I don't know who that's designed true. the wardrobe true, of this. True, true, I mean, I feel like, oh, another Stunning, Oscar and it was only be... the back of the dress. Yeah, How? I know. And also like that, that sort of, that armored, it looked like, like armadillo, an armadillo. Like sleeves. Was, and yes. I, I saw that and I was like, Travis is going to so definitely much. notice that. John, I was tripping. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is yeah the it work was, it was like uh, the opening shot gorgeous a zoom lots of zooms which I'm, I'm so happy about cinema bringing back the zoom in movies it's so dramatic it's so and, oh it, they're, her they're, falling i was like oh my god like imagine yeah imagine that's the dress you die in i mean you have to I mean, <laughs> I'm no sure other way. Like if you have, if you are of means, you're going out in your fanciest, highest design. I don't by suicide, right? Um. So she picked a gorgeous dress to to dive off of the London Bridge, and if for you're sure. for real, um. But yeah, I feel like this is going to be nominated for the best costume award for sure because John every the- single Bella look was. Not iconic to Bella. Okay, but first, not even just Bella's look. Let's talk about True. Harry. When Harry's sitting there, Harry is the very fine black man who she's talking to, who tells her that philosophy's bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Gerard Carmichael. Oh, well, good He's for a him. Gay comedian. Oh, I love him. But you want to know what? His jacket, I don't know how they pressed this. It looked yeah. AI, it didn't even look real. No, he had a, a great fashion um, as well. So did Martha. Isn't her name Martha? The, uh, the older, the older woman? lady? Yeah, she had great fine fashions as well. Her hair, that hair piece. I yeah. cannot get over the fashion in this movie. The wardrobe also, was uh, speaking incredible. Of, speaking of hair pieces, what about like what Stunning. about Emma, Emma Stone's Stunning. unit? No, I, I will never. It was so I, good. It was you so want to know good. who could take some notes? I won't no. say the name out loud. Okay, but I want to know. <laughs> you already know. Do I know? 
Whose whose hair pieces could use a little help in some oh, of their okay. films? Okay, okay. So I saw this movie at an AMC. You did, uh huh. And guess who greeted us in the in the beginning? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, <laughs> and she can take some notes for units for sure. John, her hair. Yeah. First off, how do you even have a wig that long? I don't know. I feel like it's a a mixture of extensions and wiggery. But you know what? All of it, that wasn't, that was not synthetic. It was human hair. It was that was not synthetic. (laughs) How many inches it was, nobody will know. To the floor, bitch. She (laughs) served in that hair color. It was a unit. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I'm also, yeah. So this, this movie starts off with, um, with that. And then we we sort of have this whole this whole mysterious beginning with um, Emma Stone as Bella, who is sort of like this bumbling adult baby. And yes. the, I, I thought at the time I was like, they should have just called this movie "Adult Baby." <laughs> and and uh, she she's an adult baby, and we come to find out that she's sort of this Frankenstein monster. Um from uh, Willem Dafoe who is her her dad in a lot of ways her creator and uh, she calls God right because it's short for his real uh, name Godwin Godwin. yeah and uh yeah his face is all messed up he has a lot of different ailments and he's like a very experimental doctor surgeon person and he has this whole little world of like makeshift experiments experimenting on live things that are just walking around so he knows how to reanimate people that's the thing and he has chosen to reanimate um bella by um taking out so whenever bella pre-bella bella just was very sad and suicidal and she dove to her death off the london bridge and she was recovered by willem dafoe and it's revealed that she was pregnant at the time, like very, very pregnant. And so uh, being dead, uh, he takes, he was like, the obvious choice was to take. Which was humorous, <laughs> by the way. He's I like, know. obviously. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So his, uh, the only thing that in his mind to do was to take out the baby, take the baby's brain out, take Bella's brain out and then do a Freaky Friday switch of baby brain into Bella brain. Which is mama's body, which makes her not only mom, but also mom and daughter. Mom and baby. And so, uh, yeah, so then he reanimates Bella and it's this adult baby learning how to walk and talk and eat and do things. And But she advances so quickly. Yeah. And uh, she also it's a coming of age story. Sure. I would say so. (laughs) Yeah. Finding out what's good, but mostly what's good for Bella is uh, she loves apples, apples, cucumbers, uh, anything really. Yeah. Grabbing hairy, naughty parts. She called it. She called it. um, (laughs) What? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My hairy what? 
I okay. I laughed at that part so it much. Was good, it was good. Um, uh, you have to watch the movie, I guess. But I mean, yeah. And so, um, uh, sexual stimulation. Yes, is she loves on it. Bella's mind. It's her one true north of living life. Once and she discovers boy, it, does she live? She lives. And she laughs and <laughs> she, she loves. loves. She, she loves a lot. Yeah. And uh, and people live, laugh and love all over her, too. She's and not even she's not phased by it. She's not she's not not phased, but she's experiencing it in a clinical way. She is. She's like a scientist of like getting nasty. <laughs> She is a scientist of getting nasty. <laughs> Are you a scientist of getting nasty, Travis? Not in the way that she is by any means. Yeah, she's fully research. She's a research and development. She is R and D. She is research and development. She is research and development team uh, of nasty. Yeah, uh, yeah. She loves it. She loves it. But who doesn't love getting nasty? <laughs> I'm sure there's some out there who don't. That's true. It's true. We are accepting of all peoples. We are. Um, here at Me Girls Interrupted. <laughs> she, she is not asexual. If that's... No. No. She is asexual. <laughs> yeah, she is very much that. <laughs> but, uh, but she she um is sort of... Because she's so precious and new and amazing, uh, her... Her dad uh, and her um, creator and her scientist um, love interest. Fiance. Fiance, right. Who's played by Rami Youssef, who's also a comedian. Crazy. Okay, but the thing is, it's like this movie is actually very comical. It's funny all the time. And it's, yeah, there's even the sex scenes while they're like, like oh well that's graphic they're it's funny funny yeah that <laughs> so. weird spider dance that the guy does while his balls are dangling john yeah. i was like what is this madness <laughs> my first thought was like this actor showed up today right. on set cold probably cold soundstage uh-huh <laughs> and was like you know what oh let's oh. talk about those sets though yeah oh the sets the sets for John, sure holy they spared no expense on we are doing settery to the set set they're incredible the they are incredible sets and it's production design to the, the most max. masterful um to say. the max yeah um to the max to but the, not not hbo max just to the max to the ava max mm. and i think i think it's such an old school way of filmmaking that i'm like yeah like with like the obvious sound stages stages the obvious sets but like so heightened and um very very german expressionist in a lot of ways it's so good i can't even express to you yeah how watching this movie was just eye candy there wasn't one thing where i was like it was a new thing every scene you're like how is this even possible how is it possible how are we using so many different lenses in one movie that do different things there's that one lens where the it's bokeh. in color 
Oh, the the where uh, it is so the vignette thing. Okay. Normally, I hate vignettes. So, okay, but here's the thing: there's a difference between a vignette and a fisheye. So we have the fisheye lens, which creates, obviously they use various different versions of the fisheye lens because they wouldn't have been able to do the carriage scene without a super wide angle, Mm -hmm. but they have the fisheye lens, which reminds me of, um, Tim Walker, who is a photographer. He shoots with, um, Tilda Swinton all the time. They have, is it like the, is it the perfectly round fisheye? Yes and no. He uses a lot of fisheye, but the perfectly round is going to create that circular vignette where it looks yeah. like um, the world. And then we have the, I don't know what the aperture is on this. It has to be in the f- negatives because yeah. when they are doing some of the scenes, the background is blurred out so well, but it, but the scenery behind it creates like these, these shapes, these lit shapes, like circles, ovals. Yeah, I feel like that's that's definitely a lens thing and something that I've noticed in it's a lot of so movies good. that use an aspherical lens. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's aspherical lens that's doing it, but it's like it's almost like distorting the background into concentric circles. It does. Yeah, so, I love that. John, the yeah. amount of and the fact that they shot this on film. I can't even tell you. I think I saw an interview the other day of Mark Ruffalo saying how many takes it took with the um, sequence and the dance when she starts doing the dance, which is so hilarious. And the fight scene at the end, I don't even. (laughs) It's just chaos at that point. It is chaos. But like. I 40 takes is what Mark Ruffalo said. Makes a lot of sense. Or. Did they have to splice those 40 takes together or do it in one? Because let me tell you, film is not cheap. No, it's not, especially now. And uh, if it took 40 takes to get that sequence, I don't know if they cut it, but that's $35 million. That's, that's a lot you. of money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've been like catching interviews and things about like whatever. There's an interview with the cinematographer that talks about that dance sequence and he talks about the different types of lenses they've been using throughout and how they had a like a fisheye 40, like four, 40 millimeter or something like that. Okay. That yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and like, uh, yeah. And they decided like at, whenever the fight started to break out to just switch to that fisheye, the perfectly round one, and then do it as a handheld. And it's the only handheld shot in the whole movie. That I'm just like wild they did it very like improvisational and was very like collaborative and it wasn't, it, it wasn't like a policed like um, cinematography execution. It was a lot of intuition and improvisation and so good. Boy, does it work when she's in her dress and all you see is her feet and the foot looks so big because of the spheres. I I actually laughed. I was like, this is crazy. It's so crazy. It's so creative and it's so fun. And it's such like, it's, it's a great adventure movie. It's like, it is an adventure. Yeah. And it's through the eyes of somebody who's experiencing it for the first time. Yes, but also doesn't realize where she comes from or how she became to be. Right, right. And she does figure out some hard, dark truths. She does, which we won't go into. Yeah. Every character in this movie was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and the acting was 
amazing. The I lady think. who ran the the lady who ran the excuse me whorehouse, and I say that with all due respect, girl, do <laughs> yeah. you do them and get yeah, paid for it? Exactly. Yeah, that she was really good. Whenever she, she started character actoring, I was like, oh, this is this is something we don't see a lot of anymore. It was so good. Yeah, we don't we oh. don't see a lot of like that delicious like chewing up the scenery side character actor, but who also hairy is ex- business. She touched my hairy business. She touched my hairy business. She did. That's what it is. It's hairy business. No, but go back to. Okay, so go back to. Yes, the character acting. Speaking of hairy business. John. The prostitution. So good. The sex sex working. Was Um, so funny. I loved it. Um, I have to say this, and it was something before I got just distracted right now. Oh, wait, the the reveal of, of the mistress of the of the of the whorehouse yes um she it's revealed that she's covered in tattoos absolutely covered i loved that detail me too i was like you better fucking work you goddamn old bitch john i lived and i also this is something i need to note for everybody out here who ever the dialogue in this movie is some of the best dialogue it is so witty yeah it is it is like and it comes from a person who has no filter which makes yeah. it so much better because there are no inhibitions there are no cares and you're you're it. saying everything that that comes to your mind because you have the faculties to articulate it she's so and- smart and intelligent but she says everything in this form where it's like I don't yeah. know any other way to s- express this to you. Yeah, this this was a based on a book that was was it published in the nineties um, by Alistair Gray, and he is dead now. But oh, um, rest in peace, Rip Alistair Gray, and um, it. But from what I understand, is that the perspective of the book and the novel is about Bella, but told through perspectives of other people, which makes sense because she would have been able to talk. Yeah. So, or, or write down those thoughts or whatever, but I mean, yeah. Cause when she's sending the postcards there, it's basically in riddles. She's sending that. She doesn't really know how to write in the way that, but she's deep throating a tram. (laughs) (laughs) that drawing is hilarious (laughs) yeah yeah it's crazy she's she's got sex on the brain that's for sure john i think that i think that emma stone like (laughs) how 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 does she yeah how does she how does how does an a-list prestige she's found her way into prestige category and how like, how do does she this? get away with this kind of a thing? This and also she's, this she's going to be crazy as hell. It's crazy. And anybody, I feel like a lot of actresses with this gra- gratuitous sexual. It is stuff, very sexual. You guys stop being nasty. Go into this movie and be like, you know what? You want to know what? There was a scene that made me very uncomfortable when she was at the, when she was a lady of the night. Uh-huh. Which one? The there dad, was a lot. The dad bringing the sons to show them as oh, education. Right. 
Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It that made me. <laughs> and you know what? The way she was spelling it out for the kids as they were taking notes. Mm-hmm. These teenage boys like, in Paris, notes. France. Yeah. John, that scene was so wild. And I it was, was like, wild. It was it was even wilder than whenever she has the ball gag in, like hanging uh, from her hands and humping her leg. And the guy is getting down with her thigh. That's it. She's like, just hanging there, hung up. Oh. And, but you want to know what? <laughs> What's so crazy is she's in this harness and she still happens to wear this like yes. bolero jacket with these insane fashion. Fashion. This is a fashion film on steroids. It's it's like um, it's, it's like creeping on fashion. It's so good. Fashion creeps. I can't I can't express to you guys how much. Yeah. Perving out on fashion. Obviously, I think you guys know where we stand on this. I don't really want to yeah. go into because the ending was so The ending is I, good. It ends with I have a, I do have a thorn though, and I thought I wouldn't have a thorn with this movie. Okay, before we get into it though. Uh, before we get into our review yeah okay so this movie does do end on uh bella um reaching the end of her um the beginning of the end of whatever it's like her growth she's now fully like a realized her brain is realized her coming of age journey has ended but the rest of her life awaits yes um so and and she's got her own little family her own little world and it include it includes um, a human goat. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> Who like also? I was I was also thinking I have to speculate. I have to like do an alternate ending to this because right. I thought that I was gonna have me um, too. Willem Dafoe, her dad's brain implanted into Hot Colonel, and then her falling in love with Hot Colonel in like a really perfect John- way. You literally took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> We're sliding doors. You took the words out of my mouth because A, I thought that's where it was going. And mm-hmm. then when I realized that wasn't where it was going, before we get to see the human goat, <laughs> I thought we were going to get a Mars attacks chihuahua mm-hmm. with a human head on it. Mm-hmm. I thought it about Mars that direction. I thought, I thought Mars attacks too, by the way. John. And I didn't think that she was going to save Godwin, Mm. but she didn't. She uh, she could have. Spoiler alert: she could have, but she didn't. Yeah, that's the the only spoiler. Rest in peace, Godwin. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, but he did express that he wanted this to happen. Yes, so So she could have. She could have easily plopped that brain into somebody else and like into yeah into a different body and then gotten busy with it. (laughs) <laughs> which i don't doubt she would have <laughs> yeah um but that's poor things we didn't uh, tell you anything everybody this we told is you like, everything and nothing and you're gonna have to deal with it and i'm so glad that we didn't because like this is yeah. one of those things where i'm like you have to believe you have to see it to believe it you do and it's it's cinema this it is, is cinema uh, it's it's photography that's moving in pictures. <laughs> it is. It's fashion. It is. Uh, it's everything you could want. It's it's delicious details. It's, it's incredible acting. Uh, incredible acting. A high level of taste. Story. Phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the story. It's it's while it's simple and like kind of a fable. It is and, deep. And a fairy tale. It is. 
it deals with some very deeply emotional things. And I think it could also get somewhat lost in how hypersexual it is to the point where I found myself thinking, I was like, wait, am I missing a point? Like, why is there so much sex? There's a lot of sex. Like, in this. There's like, a lot of sex in this movie. For, yeah. And we're not kidding. If you guys cringe at this, first, don't watch this with your parents. Don't watch it with parents. Don't watch it with kids. Don't watch do, it. Absolutely do not watch this with children. No, no, no. Watch it by yourself in a in an AMC movie theater. Or watch it with bank. a friend who also enjoys movies and can look past the fact that this yeah this who, has who also is a, an, an, an appreciator of, of movies and, and things right <laughs> but i mean but it did get for me i don't know about you for you travis but it was like uh during like the second act the second part of the second act i was like whenever she's like in the brothel yeah. i was just like why are we going down this road so hard? Why is it? Why is sex so much a part of her coming of age? And why is she so obsessed with it? And like, why is it such a thing in the movie? See, I kind of thought that too. It, the thing is, it's like, yes, it is gratuitous, but there was a thing about this. Maybe not. Uh, it's it but, is but graphic. The, yeah, I didn't really like criticize it, but the question was raised because like I wanted to be like in the movie and I wanted to be like along for the story and being like rooting for her. But I'm like, what is she trying to do with all of this? Yeah, I didn't know what she was trying to accomplish. But the thing is, is maybe I missed that part because the thing is, is there were a lot of times when I was watching this that I did feel a little bit like there was a sensory overload. Yeah. So I think maybe I missed a bit of what she was trying to learn through all of it. Um, yeah, because she she's sort of rendered passive while she's just getting railed. But she's not even passive because she does create this element where she's like, if I don't get to choose who this is, I'm going to choose to learn something about this person before I let them enter me. Right, right, right. That, that, like, is, a, that is a thing. And she's like, let's, she, let's do something new here. You know, yeah, she because she, she, she wants to make it more enjoyable. She wants to make it more than just this thing that happens because she doesn't yeah. have control and she's trying to make money and she's going to school and she's learning to be a scientist and a doctor while also making money where she, doing something she loves which is having sex on her own on her own and yeah and also i think i feel like maybe maybe that kind of like taking it all as it comes yeah, is, like, is a sort of a metaphor in a lot of ways for life in general, where you're just like, I feel like whenever you're coming of age, whenever you're just an adult, just barely an adult in your 20s, you're sort of just like throwing yourself around and getting fucked in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, But not not literally, but like, you're just sort of like going with the punches, trying to learn and experience as much as you can to find out where your place is and who you are and what your own perspectives are and where you're like, and you're going to find where you're going to land eventually. Yep. And but also I have no issue. I can tell you this right now. Yeah. Just despite all of that. And I do think it's, I think it's smart of you to say like, 
I do think it's kind of metaphorical in the way that life does fuck you no matter what. Like you don't have a choice. Of yeah, what like gets sometimes, you. sometimes life is some weird old man humping your leg while you're suspended by your wrist in a ball gag. Yep, and it, <laughs> and you look hot wearing epaulets. Like I don't know True. what else to say. Yeah, like here we are. Um, <laughs> I can't. I'm not being prudish about the whole thing. At no, all. I don't think you are at all. Like, I I truly don't. Because yeah, like I don't think it like diminishes. Emma Stone's performance at all. I don't think that it I, I know I know it's like really risky for actresses to show that much that long and that hard. But um, like yeah. I think uh but I so I think that eyes are gonna be criticizing her performance and like docking her points for that, unfortunately. But I like d- I don't I, know. I don't at all. Like I think I think that she like delivered masterful performances do you want to know while being eaten out <laughs> do you want to know who she just gave a run for her money who mama mia oh yeah mia goth and Sorry, emma stone mia goth. i don't know what to say about this i want a pin now uh maxine bella who? baxter yeah to match the side we're gonna I, pit them against each other <laughs> they're not even pitted next right. up that's who we need together mm. These two people, Emma Stone and Mia Goth in a movie together. Imagine the powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like. I feel like this is such an interesting choice for Emma Stone, and we're getting to know this new version of Emma Stone that we've never seen before because she is coming out with a lot of things. Well, she was I mean, she rose to prominence with um, Superbad. Like how many years ago? So many years ago. And then she made a movie called Easy A, which is a cult classic and also hilarious, which she has never watched. And I think she was kind of um, she was like this new redhead in Hollywood. Yeah. And I don't think she was really given an opportunity to shine the way she has lately. Yeah, I think she has, though, but not in the way that she has, like you said. In the favorite and this, I, I can't tell you. Yeah, I would not. You want to know what I will say about her in this movie? Is it weird? It's not even weird. I didn't think I was watching Emma Stone when I was watching this. It yeah, didn't she, look like her. I think it's because it she's so like her. She's so in a character. And usually whenever Emma Stone pops up on screen, you're like, holy shit, gorgeous model person doing really great acting. And but this this time around, she was fully in it. And like, I think. I think also, okay, so there's, I have to mention, there's this show on Paramount Showtime. Plus. Show, Showtime Paramount Plus. I was going to ask you if you started watching it with her in it. Because did you see that it was on your feed? Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm using Travis's account to watch Emma Stone and the Curse. Because I can't <laughs> wait to watch it, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Because um, it is, it explores... I mean, it's Emma Stone in something completely different and new, but also while being Emma Stone at the same time. I can't wait to watch it. She's doing amazing work right now. I think we're in a an Emma Sance. I, John Emma Stone Sance. Love that. Thank you. I love that for her. <laughs> Emma Sance. It works. It's an Emma Sance. And uh, I think it's. I think she's making very good choices. Me as well. So. Yeah. 
Should we get into, okay, so let's get into, I'm going to break it down super quick, my Rose and Thorn, because we have been All like, you. we have been applauding this movie the whole time. You can already tell how much we like it. So my Rose, uh, basically everything. I don't have very many complaints on this movie. That's very valid. Yes. My Thorn is, and I don't want to get into too many details when it's discovered what her real name is and her mm. former husband comes back. I wanted a bit of more, a bit more of a climax with that, but I will tell you, they were running great, out of time. Running out running, of time. <laughs> they were running out of time, and they did a great job creating that character because he was a fucking monster. Mon- but, oh, gorgeous though. Oh, st- oh my gosh. Ugh, you need to watch him in this movie called Possessor, which is Baby Cronenberg's movie. Oh, Possessor! You've told me about this. You need to watch it because he is one of the stars in there, and okay. and you get to see a lot. Oh, good. I'm so down. But that's literally my only thorn. And it's like a baby thorn because like it didn't do much damage. I feel like that sequence was a bit rushed. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm not going to say anything else other than that. Yeah, true, true. What's your rose and your thorn? Okay, my rose and thorn are similar to yours. I do agree cinematically this is an amazing surreal hearkening back to um uh the pre-talky movies um whenever they were very german expressionist very like very like film school uh references which i really appreciated and and very deliciously executed the wardrobe better win an Oscar. Oh my God, it's dude. So no, good. not just the wardrobe. I'm talking yeah. set design. I'm talking. Yeah, it's it's all there. It's, it's like everybody's at the top of their game. Right. I'm not kidding. Yeah. This is. Yeah. It's something that we haven't seen before. And I've been craving weird originality. And while this is based on a book, it was it was original gorgeous amazing it's really good still didn't make any money so that sucks that suck. <laughs> technically that's, it's a flop at this yeah point. that sucks for like you know originality but um i would say the oh the rose biggest rose was emma stone and mark ruffalo their dynamic was incredible also rami Yusuf is so subtle in his performance and his right. comedy uh-huh like but it works little, every time. His little quiet reactions to things uh-huh. is so good. Yeah. His I reaction was... shots were so funny and so cute and adorable. Yeah. And I also, Willem Dafoe's belch bubbles were... Disgusting. Disgustingly beautiful. Right. I don't know how they merged those two together. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, uh, yeah. And I also, I need... I do need... I do need Frenchy Goose. I need Frenchy Goose too. I need Frenchy Goose. I get um, it. <laughs> so uh, my my thorn though was gonna have to be. Um, I feel like they could have short. They could have abridged the the brothel and gave yeah. that that time real estate to the portion of the third act that is where she goes back to her old life. Yes, because I wanted to see more of a dynamic between the help 
who would not talk to her, who apparently she was a total monster before she forgot everything. She was a cruel, cruel, cruel person before yep. she died and became yep. Bella. And I think that I agree with you. 100% I think because on that. that, right. Because that while all the, all of her experiences are from are, are uh, very formative I think she really has a conscious turn of who she wants to be while she's in that really dark right. spot of her past. Okay. And it's, it's too abridged for me. Okay. I agree with you 100% because each act felt like its own story within this whole story. Yeah. And the fact that the end of it, I wanted her to have some sort, make some sort of amends with the help to try and be like, I'm, this isn't who I am. I'm so sorry. I don't know what my past is. I don't remember it. Yeah. And we didn't get enough of that to where I'm like the character, the character, like it was a means to an end. Literally. I think that story was. Yeah. It was like a, end. it was a wrap it up. Kind yeah. Of like thing. it was like, okay, clocks ticking. And I was going. even as an audience member, I was like, when are, when is this going to stop? Because runtime is very important to me. Run, it's <laughs> same. You and I talk and, about it constantly, but, and, uh, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it should have been like a longer three hour movie. No. And given that more breath, I think that they should have shortened the brothel scene because I feel like she learns the least through that segment than she does at any other point in the story that chunk of in the brothel like for me it went on too long and i'm not a prude but just character wise it she didn't have the biggest turn in in that chapter of her life uh um it was a lot of other things it was a lot <laughs> there was a lot happening yeah i wanted more of that like because i did feel like very like dreadful in that and the whenever she was with her old life, her old yeah. her old husband, I felt I felt so good. I felt a lot of dread, a lot the of tension. tension. And oh. I was like, "Ooh, let's see where this goes." But, they created a good, and it didn't go very far, unfortunately. Yeah. And we knew that as an audience member, we're like, we know we've been in here for like almost two and a half hours. Yeah. So we know this isn't gonna last very long. So I can't really sink my teeth into it. Which I did want to. Yeah. I wanted to sink my teeth into that relationship way more, but that's okay. It's what it is. Um, yeah. It's what it is. And because it didn't, it didn't ruin the movie. No. No. Mm -mm. But um, yeah, I, I loved it. I kind of loved this movie too. I loved it. I feel like I loved it even more that I got to see it in the theaters, which we, I think this is Same. the first time we've ever watched a movie in the theater and talked about it. There was one other time. There was one other time, I think. Was it? No, maybe there wasn't. Maybe there wasn't. No, this was. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. we were able to do it. I think we need to do it more often. It gets Same. me excited. Same Z's because I there's I think there's going to be a, I hope there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Can we, okay, there has we're not going to be, go into by it. The way. There's we're not going to go into it, but there were some trailers that we watched in this that honestly oh, I was we okay. Yeah. What are you going to say? <laughs> there were some where I was like, mm. what trailers did you get? Because I was thinking about this before we got on and I wanted to ask you, what trailers did you get to see? I got one the about the dolls, the, the gay girls. Did you mm -hmm. see that? Was that one of them? No. -uh. What? The gay was, girls? 
Yeah, the lesbians who accidentally are in that movie with Matt Damon and um, did you? Uh-uh. Do we have different trailers? I think we had different trailers. Son of a. Beef. I don't know what you're talking about. What it actually movie? looked really entertaining. Okay. <laughs> it looked really entertaining. I, I got a, a new Diablo Cody movie that's very... Which one? What's it, it called? It, it's Elisa Frankenstein. I, did, I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> hold up. No, we're not going into trailers. No, we have to because we had to talk about it. But I was so curious about what your trailers were. I, we got one where these girls are like, we're going to move to this part of the country and they pop into this place to rent a car and they're going to Tallahassee, Florida. And it turns out that car was rented for other people and there's a case in the trunk mm. and they get a flat tire and open the trunk and all shit breaks loose. We have beanie filled steam in it. It's a lesbian comedy and it has Matt Damon in it somehow. Wow. Yeah, it has um uh what's his name? Matt Damon, famous for the F word. Um also <laughs> not famous for anything else. You might know him by the F word. Yes, uh coming to HBO next year, the F word. Uh, <laughs> not to be mistaken for the L word. Then, uh, so very very good. <laughs> yes. So then there were some other trailers. There was one with Anthony Hopkins in it where I was like, girl. Oh, I got that could, one too. Where he's could like, the marketing be so boring? I know. But they were like trying I, to make it like a thriller. It was what's yeah, it called? The one like about the, the Freud's last, last whatever. Yeah, the last session of Freud and he's interviewing <laughs> C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I don't it, care. Yeah. I don't care. <sighs> whatever. Um, yeah. Th- I got that one. And then I got, I got, there Lisa. was a one about a gay couple, another yeah. gay couple. Uh, it was called we're all strangers or something. Oh, about I got strangers. that one too. Yeah. Yeah. We're um, all of us strangers. Yes. All of us. And strangers. I, I couldn't all I could think about was all I could think about was like the stranger where John, you like, you make I, your hand fall asleep. <laughs> right. I, right. You sit on your hand and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell if I want to watch that or not. I don't know. Yeah. The marketing was weird. I'm sure it's going to be like beautiful, gorgeous art house, like two dudes getting busy who like everybody has a crush on, like everybody loves Paul Mescal and and hot priest from Fleabag. Yeah, but also like I don't understand. I didn't understand what they were trying to tell us. With I that think it's like trailer. time travel. And it's, is it? I think it's time travel. Oh, I think it's I, I think it's a love story. Time travel um um emotional huh. but i wasn't yeah. feeling those emotions watching the trailer yeah and then i can't confused. remember what the other one was because i was just waiting for the movie to start uh, yeah so i got lisa frankenstein which that sounds I, incredible can you think about that name for a second yes, so diablo diablo cody john lisa frank had a thing in <laughs> tucson and her thing is still there the lisa yeah. frank building yeah, so Lisa Frankenstein looks very Jennifer's body. Uh, but yes, I can't like, wait on roids. And then I got the Mean Girls musical trailer. Oh, and I, I rolled my eyes. I did not get that. Although I will say this, Renee Rapp, who sure. plays Regina George, is incredible. Gorgeous, she has an album out now that you all should listen to called Snow Angel. It's really good. She's, yeah, she's really good. An exceptional talent and personality. But I can't say that the Lisa Frankenstein trailer really left an impression upon me by its soundtrack. Gosh, why didn't we get that one? It was like heavy, heavy bass pop EDM. And it's all hardcore 80s. 
Like I am so good. Yeah. It's definitely based off the market. It is geographical marketing. They have <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I they're think trying so to. too. Yeah. I got like one other one that I can't remember, but that was like basically it. it took like 30 minutes to get through them all. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, we've been flapping our gums for a while. <laughs> Flapping our flaps. Having the for a best bit. time in the world. I haven't actually had a bad time at all. I've had the best time. Well, we always have the best time. Do you want to? So, out of, do we want to get oh, into right. our review of it all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, out of those roses and thorns. Okay. So, Travis. So, wait, let me give it to you first. Okay. So, out of 10, out of 10 apples. Uh, out of 10 apples that somehow Uh found their way to a different set of lips at breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. What would you give this movie? So out of 10 apples that somehow found their way to a different set of lips at breakfast, (laughs) I would give this, I would have to give this a nine. I know I give lots of nines here. No, you don't actually. You're pretty, I think we're pretty good about it. Okay, yeah, but this is for sure a nine. It's so up my alley. It's um, it's weird. It's original. It's beautiful performances. I've been an Emma Stone fan since the beginning of time, right. and um, I'm so interested in her career journey. Even if she's even interested in that herself, I don't think so anymore. But I think she's just doing whatever <clears throat> sounds fun for her. Yeah, and it's working for her and like good on her. She obviously has an amazing life and an amazing time. Right. <laughs> and uh I think she's uh she's definitely gonna get nominated in some regard. If she doesn't, I don't know. Okay, the thing is it's like this year's been rough for movies. So I don't know who is or what is going to be up against this, but I yeah, think she's, she's going to she's going to she's going to be up against Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore, nominated in the same category. I'm certain of it, and and uh, Emma Stone. My prediction for what Emma Stone wears on the red carpet will be very reminiscent of something she wore in this movie. It's going to be shoulder, 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 bitch, and she is going to be <laughs> stunning. Stunning. I cannot wait to see what Emma Stone wears on the red carpet. I shit you not. It has to mirror the it's character. Got, it's better be good. But I, I, I love like the theme of that short chiffon, like the chiffon Me too, those shorts. shorts, those shorts matched with the and then she has her little lace up boots. John, I can I so live for the wardrobe in this movie. I know it's so good. It's like insane, surreal, elevated Victorian oh, curtains. God, it's, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, Travis. OK, so out of 10. Um, so out of, um, okay, here we go. So out of 10, um, oh, I blink every single time. It How about this? Oh, out of, <laughs> you're so out of better 10, at this than I am. Out of 10, <laughs> Bella only gets the dead ones and then proceeds to stab the eyes out of a corpse. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there you go. So out of out of ten, out of ten, Bella only gets the dead ones and then stabs the eyes out of a corpse with glee. So much joy she had. 
John, and I don't do this often, despite whatever, I'm giving this movie a 10. Ooh. Uh, this is, like this is a 10, 10 for me. I don't know if we've ever given a 10 here before. There have been 10s. Pearl. Pearl was a 10. Pearl was a 10. That makes sense. But this is all of our own opinion, obviously. I don't know what the other people have to say. Yeah. For me, this movie gave me 10. It gave me everything I wanted. Everybody was operating on a 10. I like despite my thorn. Yes, I do wish we would have had more in the third act, but mm -hmm. the elements all wrapped up together. I can't. They did. I, I can definitely see it being nine. That's fine. Sure, sure. But for me, I'm not giving it a nine because this is a 10 for me. <laughs> I feel like it's a, a well-deserved 10. I Critically? This, yeah. Yes. Because yeah. And I bet based off of some of the things we said. Yeah, so but I'm the, no critic, and my opinion, you're is, you are a critic, and you're one of the best movie critics in the business right I think now. So. I think but so. Ten for me. Yeah. Whenever I need to know something good about movies, I ask Travis. <laughs> um. So the, over at our over, if we hop, skip, and a jump, and have a journey over to RottenTomatoes.com.co.uk, uh, poor things, um. Uh, gets a tomatometer of 93%. Oh, you're so much closer than I am, though. No, but I mean, nine. I'm surprised at this. I'm Why? surprised at this number because the critics are fucked up. What about, <laughs> so. do, do we have Metacritic, though? Because that also plays in, like, I know Metacritic's different than Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, interesting. But the audience score was a 95%. Oh. It is a beloved movie. This movie's good. It's, it's a, a really, good really movie. good. Whatever you're, however prudish you might be with like sexual intercourse, you cannot deny that this movie is like anything less than a nine or a 10. Yeah. But what I remember Metacritic from back in the day. Is that still a thing? I believe it is. Metacritic. Oh, that sounds so like industrial, bureaucratic. <laughs> uh let's see poor things metacritic um so we have how do they do things over here oh my okay so meta score is universal acclaim is 87 out of 100 okay and the user score of metacritic is 7.9 that sounds very like weird and subjective. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, technically, I guess, yes, it is subjective because like I gave it a 10 when like, honestly, its yeah. flaws do deserve one less of a point. I'm sorry to say <laughs> yeah. that. I, I do agree with that. But like for me, it gave me a 10. It was a full 10. Mark Ruffalo was a 10. If he does and he will get nominated. For sure. Oh, yeah. When he, a, when he nope, tells her yeah. to shut the fuck up in the snow while she's talking about <laughs> yeah. how she's a terrible person, how she could yeah. be a little more this and this. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it it's is, so it's so that relationship where you're like so good. Like um, anybody who's been in a relationship before where they're extremely frustrated with their partner and doing that like, up, doing that one annoying thing. You're just that's what's exactly the tone that goes through your mind. And John, it hits every note perfectly. He is. I don't understand how 
talent. I think we've all been sleeping on Mark Ruffalo. We have, which I think it's Marvel movies. I think I think whenever you're in a Marvel franchise for so long, you literally don't have the time to do things like this. Talk about sleeping on Mark Ruffalo. Oh, they they, they did some. They did some furious jumping together and it was yeah. good. Emma, uh, Emma Stone be sleeping on Mark Ruffalo. Right. So I think that's <laughs> it. You guys, we didn't give you anything but an hour and a half of like us having the most fun together. Yeah. We just got out of this movie like a couple of hours ago and I felt it was it was a great day. I, yeah. I'm going to relive this. I'm going to think about this a lot. I saw it alone. Did you watch it with somebody? I did. Oh, yes. did Redacted go with you? No, Redacted was supposed to go with me and we were supposed to go yesterday, but uh, our plans changed abruptly and 40 minutes before our showtime, I had to change the tickets. <laughs> so I went with my dear friend, Nicole. Oh, who Nicole, I used to work does with. she love it? She loved it. She said, cool. I have to listen to the episode because I need to know what John has to say. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> she doesn't know you, but she loves and is obsessed with you. It's just Hey, FYI. Nicole, also <laughs> love and obsess you by way of Travis. Uh, singing your praises uh, john you would love uh, her she's our cup of tea i love my cup of tea and i love your cup of tea and i love our cup of tea yeah she's <laughs> she's it i feel like we like our tea a specific kind of way yeah the temperature's just right yeah and it's just it's just bitter enough it's a very specific cup of tea <laughs> yeah. um but yeah but I, that's poor things everyone poor things we told you nothing go watch this movie seriously yeah. go watch this movie and we're gonna have to see you at the movies roll the credits you roll the credits you corpse dong that, that <laughs> just gets that just gets picked up and then and then just, like just tussled a little tussled a little and the elasticity is still there which is yeah. fun so it's pulled and then shot right back into the body love anyway it. roll the credits that <laughs> dong <laughs> dead ass dong oh 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 uh -huh. uh, uh follow rate review oh, subscribe right. <laughs> yeah. and call to action everyone that's it okay. poor things bye, bye. bye.